This is Dagon123, and welcome to the all-new TenchiCast. Hello everyone, and welcome to the next exciting episode of TenchiCast. Presented by TenchiForum.com. In 2014, TenchiForum regaled Tenchi fandom with not only our subtitles of iTenchi Buyo, but we went over and did episode by episode analysis at the end of every week in the form of Tenchi Casts. Now we are coming to the final of iTenchi Casts for the anime, talking, of course, about the now recently available English dub, which, if you're listening, Go out and buy it right now. There are links in the description. Before we get into all of that zaniness and fun, I have a fantastic cast with me tonight. Crazed. I mean, can I just go ahead and say having Patria back as Ryoko? I mean, can I... Pie. Swing for the fences, Goriki! And who? Hey, wait a minute. Don't I get a say in this? What were some of your favorite moments specifically from the dub? Well... Definitely got to say, what a reunion. And there was even more. But I recall towards the end, spoiler alerts, obviously, if you're listening to this, I presume you've seen perhaps at least the subtitled version. But at any rate, there's a part where Tenchi says, and I remember this from 2014 when we subtitled it. And now hearing, though, Matt Miller as Tenchi saying, sorry it took so long, but I'm back. Like, oh my God. Like, that felt like he was saying something right to me as a fan, and it just felt, oh, I, I am so fresh as of this recording, I just watched it for the first time. And I was on pins and needles, and I was oh my goodness, is this my nostalgia, my memories? Those fears were quickly washed away. In terms of just overall good feels, it, it felt like a reunion. It really did. It felt like a family reunion. Favorite moments, an- another one, how about Brianne Brosie? who many listeners perhaps will remember her work from One Outlaw Star as Jim Hawking. This is, to my knowledge, the first role that she has taken since a tragic work-related accident. I remember hearing about that and going, oh, no, no, and wondering if she was ever going to be okay. And honestly, I had just written off like, well, that's it. She's probably not going to act anymore. So Seeing that, which we had announced earlier on the universe news side of things of TenchiForum.com, that immediately got me excited. And hearing her as Yuki, wow, (laughs) what a fun ride. So, but in terms of other favorite moments, you know, I'd say a lot of them really align with whatever I said four years ago with I, except now, no offense to, you know, I or Kasa or any of the wonderful original Japanese cast, but now it felt right. Now, for we English-speaking fans used to the dub, everything felt right. And so just about every moment was a favorite of mine. I guess if all of them are my favorite, then none of them are, right? So I'll say a lot of the Ryoko moments. Ryoko versus Benny, the moment where the old and new cast are having a cookout and are all, you know, having this moment in the parking lot outside the dormitory. And you know, also Momo portrayed by Julie 
Maddalena. And Tenchi fans may remember her, in addition to many other roles, one of them's Sakuya from Tenchi in Tokyo. So she fit Momo's role wonderfully as an actor, but towards the end, wow, wow, does that have some punch when you remember hearing eerily similar things, sentiments expressed from Sakuya as you realize, as Tenchi realizes, basically this person that you've grown attached to is going away. So I was having flashbacks to that, but in like a, in a good way, but also a bittersweet way that really tugged at my heartstrings. It really did. And there was a lot of moments throughout this that, that did that. So yeah, I just got to say, I just, I, I pretty much loved all of it. Matt Miller, really, you know, Tenchi, the titular character, he had a lot of screen time in this uh, short miniseries. And Matt delivered as fine a performance as Tenchi Misaki as he has ever done. And that's incredible. Here we are, 2018. And he slipped right back into the role like it was the 90s and even brought a little more to it, I would almost say, to the table as we are dealing with a slightly more mature Tenchi. And wow, again, you're going to hear this a lot, folks, but you'll understand why when you watch I dubbed Patria coming back as Ryoko. Thank you, Funny, for getting it through your heads. That That's what we want. That's what the fans want. That's what Patria wanted. And so it's great that we all got to get on the same page, let Patria be Ryoko, and all is right with the world. Well, who's already gotten one of mine, which was the big cookout? Because you get to see the cast from the 90s, Patria Burchard, Sherry Lynn, Matt Miller, you get to see even Julie Maddalena, all those voices mixing in with the newer actresses like Mona Marshall was in there, uh, Brianne Braz was in there. You you get this nice little mix, and all of them get to just be their characters. They get to just interact, and you get to hear them murmur against each other, how they talk to each other, and that was just a nice, joyous little scene. And then you have Tenshi and Momo off the side kind of looking, going like, yeah, this is just a happy little moment. It's, and it's nicely nestled right between two big story arcs for the, for the show as well. So it's a nice little kind of a breather, let everyone kind of mill around. And that was just that was just nice. It was nice to hear that. Now, the scene that kind of uh, cinched everything for me was this, which was when they're in the – warehouse trying to get materials for the uh, upcoming cultural festival and they're fighting the the goriki robot and don't get me wrong love me some goriki kun but when tenshi stands up pulls a sword and says all right this is the end for you pal and just just stands there and says you're not hurting my students anymore and i'm like tenshi done grown up his uh, glasses are shining just like his grandfathers did and tenshi's come into his own and I like that. You finally see that progression from what was it the old Peter Cullen ads did for Toonami. Now he's a boy. One day he must become a man. It happened. Tenchi's become a man. He's uh, he's in there. He's taking action and doing the things that one would have liked him to do before, to essentially take charge and what have you. Finally, we see this this matured character. And moreover, and this is something I've said often, him and Matt Miller's Tenchi and uh, Julie Magdalena's Momo actually play off of each other very well. Because in a way, you can kind of see Tenchi as being the mentor to, Mo- to Momo's character. Spoiler, 
Momo is revealed to be a Jiraiyan princess by the end of everything, or Jiraiyan royalty in some fashion. And you see him essentially kind of guiding her along until the until the end game of the story. It's nice to see that he's no longer the student. The student has now become the master to steal some Star Wars reference, which will probably steal some more before this is over with. Tenshi's become master, and he's now teaching his own pupil. And I know it gets tear near the end but it's very much that kind of passing the torch moving on to the next stage of their of their lives and it's nice to see that to see that uh carrying forward old cast teaching new cast and moving forward that's what i really liked about this this particular moment obviously just having all the old voice cast back made it special enough for me especially having patria back as ryoko i mean we've been begging pleading for it for years and now we finally have it and that in and of itself sells it for me and matt miller he carried the show he knocked it out of the park you can tell that funimation got what they paid for if you know what i'm saying this time around because matt carried i tenshi no questions about it and as far as i guess my singular favorite moment from the dub would probably have to be when Benny and Ryoko start to arm wrestle. Ryoko just walks up to her and she says, you know, I don't like you laying your fingers on my man. And uh, if you do, I might have to break you like an egg. And then, you know, Tenshi gets sent flying into a basket of eggs, so puns. That moment, that sold it for me. It's like, that's what Tenshi fans want. That's what we've wanted to hear. That's what we've waited years to hear and to finally have that just it sold it for me and i mean everybody else did a fantastic job as well to have jim's uh you know at least that's what i know her most as uh, to have jim's voice actress from outlaw star return after her tragic accident to voice a character in i tenchi was you know all my childhood nostalgia outlaw star and tenchi mixed up whoever did the casting for i tenchi pretty much nailed it i have a couple of different favorite moments that are unique to the dub one of my favorites is when they first get down into under the school and one of the things that yuki played by uh brianne sadal brianne Rosie, she says wake up and smell the oppression and i just kind of like that, that made me giggle episode 11 the line was when did you grow a pair that scene in particular was just whoever did the puns for the show. They get an A plus because they were inc- they were super well timed. They were incredibly well done. They were hilarious. Another one is as I'm sure a lot of people had the sweets the, the cafe episode where they're doing all of the social activities and whatnot. In the Japanese version, they obviously had Ryoko be you know they're basically gangster Ryoko, but in the dub like she actually's got a new york accent what do we have here like oh my god oh the first time i heard that i was dying getting patria back and having her do that was hilarious it was it was phenomenal the arm wrestling one was another one that moment where ryoko walks up and she says that thing about tenshi and they sit down it was already good in the japanese version but oh my god you want to talk about classic Tenchi. You want to talk about what's actually classic Tenchi and not shit? That scene right there. That's it. Like, if you're a Tenchi fan and you don't like that scene, get out of my face. We ain't talking anymore. Like, having Patria step... She did. She stepped right back into Ryoko. It was like nothing. It's Ryoko. It's Ryoko all over again. It was an awesome scene, and the whole, the whole area explodes. It's phenomenal. And then, the way they did the ending and the emotion that was shown in the ending... 
what did you think of everyone's character? Did you think that, what did you think of the new girls? What did you think about the classic cast of the old girls? What did you think about Washu and Aika, who were the new replacements for Kate Vogt and Jennifer Darling from the original? Karen Strassman played Washu, and Jeremy Lay played Aika. I felt like, overall, they were pretty decent picks. I mean, with Washu, obviously, it's going to be really, really hard to find somebody who can mimic the way Kate Vogt sounded back in the 90s tension dubs. It's, you know, that's it's a lot to ask for. But Karen, I think, gave it her best effort. I, I liked her portrayal of Washu. There's a little bit of that nasliness to her voice. For me, I, I enjoyed her performance as Washu. Ayaka, she was good too. I believe it was who who said this when we were initially going through the dub of I, watching it together. Uh, he said that she sounded more like an A-type personality and not a princess, and I would agree with that. I mean, she did fine, just it's Again, it's she's no Jennifer Darling. That's it's another difficult replacement to have to make. But all in all, I thought she was fine as well. Just not as uh, she didn't have as much of a royal air as I would have liked. But you know that it is, it is what it is. She did a fine job as well. Mona Marshall is Hachiko. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> there are times where. I enjoy her portrayal as Hachiko, and then there are times where not so much, if I'm being completely honest. She's had somewhat of a tumultuous relationship with the Tenchi franchise, as we're all well aware, but you know, that's nothing on her part. It's all here nor there with Funimation. So, like I said, there's times where I like it, and there's times where I don't. Where, to be honest, she just reminds me a little bit too much of you know, the old Jewish lady from South Park, but she's a fine voice actress, and Ukon's voice actress, Melora Hart, she's obviously no stranger to Tenchi as well. She played Seto, Kamiki Jirai, and OVA3 and GXP, and I'll say this, she does know how to play a good antagonist, because Ukon is really the main antagonist in I, Tenchi, and she does know how to do that, because... In my humble opinion, Seto is an antagonist, and she should be considered that way anyway. And she nailed her portrayal of Seto. So she knows how to play the antagonist for sure. She does kind of make Ukon sound a little bit older than she should, in my opinion. You know, Ukon's supposed to be the sultry teacher that tries to tempt Tenchi, but there are times where just she just sounds too old for the role, if I'm being honest. If you just look at it from a purely antagonistic standpoint, she nails it. You know, I thought everybody did exceptionally fine. One thing I'd recommend to every, everyone who loves their, loves them some good Tenchi, give this thing a watch, at le- even at least once, because Matt Miller, he's Tenchi Bisaki. All day, every day, throughout this entire show, the puns he got off, some of the comedic timing he got, he nailed it perfectly. Patria's Ryoko, by the end, she was my girl again. Al was right with the world, and I was happy to happy to hear her voice again. Sherry Lynn Sasami, yep, she slid right back into being the little sister all over again. 
Uh, Rebecca Forstad, while she was not my original uh, Mahoshi, with uh, Ellen Gerstel being the Mahoshi I remember, from, I could hear Rebecca Forstad's face police policeman really strong in this. And I kept hearing it in the back of my head. Julie Maddalena as Momo. Yeah, she's knocked it out of the park. Getting into some of the newer characters. But again, all the all the returning cast, they knew what they were doing. They, they slipped back into their respective roles, even if their roles were slightly tweaked, like Julie Magdalena was to, become, to be Momo. They all got in there just, to, just happily and fine. Hannah and Tori, which were, I believe, Dorothy, Dorothy Elise Vaughn and Laura Post, knocked it out of the park. Brienne Brosley, she basically is a mini Washu, and I, I loved her to death. She was perfect. I love Yuki's character, and Brienne Bos- Brosley's voice really fit with that very well. She's very much the kind of girl you would hear throwing spiders at her friends or working on her or tinkering on a robot. That's the voice you hear. And knowing that she also played Jim from Outlaw Star kind of feeds into that a bit, too, I think. Stephanie Shea as Rui Aoi. Uh, we talked a lot about how she sounds a lot like a lot like Mahoshi, a lot like Rebecca Forstadt's Mahoshi. And it makes sense because Rui, Rui's character to Yuki is very much the same as Mahoshi is to Washu. And it fits it fits like a glove. It's exactly the what you what you would expect. It's the the casting there was was spot on. Now to Sherry Lay and K- Karen Strassman as Ayaka and Washu respectively. I agree that Sherry Lay plays a fairly good Ayaka. She's not Jennifer Darling. I accept this, and it's a little rough because I've heard Jennifer Darling's voice ever since I heard her in GI Joe the movie playing Pythona. So I know that voice very well. I think giving her some more time and giving her another another role as Ayaka would be actually very good to see if she see what she would do, she could do with it on a second go. Karen Strassman as Washu. Again, I'm very much used to Kate Vaux's performance, so I'm trying to see how it works. I think she did a very energetic and very, very kinetic performance for Washu. She put a lot of energy into it. I'm still working on divorcing myself from the pre- the previous impression I have for Washu in my head, though. Mona Marshall as Hachiko. Now, with her, I know what she was trying to do. What she was trying to do was Hachiko has this kind of bipolar, very extreme shifts in her personality. Spoiler for those of you who haven't watched the show. Why haven't you watched the show yet? When Hachiko has her sword, she has one very fierce and very kind of stoic personality, very samurai, very uh, no kind of noble persona, very arrogant persona. But she loses her sword. She reverts into little girl mode, as Tori put it. Uh, she essentially falls down crying like a child. And those are such polar shifts. Even in the Japanese dub, they have uh, the voice actress. I forget her name. Forget the Japanese voice actress's name, but she did a very polar shift as well. She had kind of a much more stoic and de- and dark voice for when she was playing and uh, had her sword, and then reverted into very much a childlike, very cr- very whiny voice for when she lost her sword. Mona Marshall was trying to do the same thing, and I think she got the whiny voice fairly well. But when she was trying to do the darker, more stoic adult voice, she went a little too far and ended up being a bit more kind of sounding really deep and serious and really gr- – and it didn't quite work as well. Ukon, uh, Melora Hart as Ukon, 
I had a problem with that one. I didn't think that her voice fit really well with the kind of sultry seductress character or the kind of duplicitous character. Uh, I take it back. No, she played a good duplicitous character. I think uh, especially the way she performed with Seto in like, GXP and OVA 3 probably fit very well for that particular role. But for Ukon, someone who's supposed to be essentially tormenting Tenshi and uh, play- and playing with him and essentially trying to put him in a put him in an awkward position to get him into trouble or to essentially ferret out any kind of uh, any kind of goings on at the school it, her voice didn't lead as well to that but specifically some of the parts that that character supposed to uh, em- embody didn't quite come out in that performance but all in all the except for a few, except for a few, few choices everything else rolled very well as one single thing again watch the scene with the picnic uh, the the picnic outside the dorms in the parking lot and you see just how all the characters meld together it's very very, very good. I was thinking, um, as it's still going through my mind, another honorable mention, favorite moment of mine, when Aika uh, and Ryoko are watching the, uh, what did they call it, bun wrestling or whatever, where they, the sumo wrestling, quote unquote, where they're using their rear ends. And Aika's like, isn't this kind of silly? Don't you find this kind of just silly? And Ryoko nonchalantly saying, uh, not if your uh, rear end is your biggest asset. And it's just like I, I could hear like a rim shot <laughs> in the background in my mind as I'm laughing at that. And another one was like, speaking of the arm wrestling between Ryoko and Benny, when Ryoko shows up and tosses Tenchi aside and she sits down, she says something to the effect of like, I know what that hand can do. I don't want it anywhere near my man. I was like, oh, I was in stitches. So in terms of the cast... I agree with sentiments already expressed. I think everybody brought their A game and did an awesome job. I've already gushed about a lot of the main characters and the returning cast. Can we have enough of that on a on a Tenchi cast? So I, I'm not too worried there. Again, Tenchi, Matt, nailed it. Patria, nailed it. Sherry Lynn, nailed it. Rebecca, I recall, was... I'm glad they didn't do it this time. I, I think she was cast as Mihoshi and... Aika in GXP, if I'm recalling correctly, but I don't remember GXP that well. My apologies. So she's great as Mahoshi. Washu in a dream world, like so many other fans, like, oh, Katie Vogue. That's Washu to me forever. But I think she's she's been pretty much off the scene for a long time. I've heard that Jennifer Darling is quote unquote retired. So it's understandable. So when you let that go, when you let go of not saying you have to, not saying it's easy to do, but when you let go of those sort of, this is how it has to be in my mind because I remember it so well, Karen did a phenomenal job with Washu. I think she kind of brought her own to it, but I think she really adapted to this character that we all know as Washu. I, I really think she was on point. Momo, we said, Julie was great. Benny, Cindy Robinson, Forgive me, I'm not as familiar with her work, but now I'm going to look into her. And as as a certain Star Wars uh, films goes, and probably memes, speaking of Star Wars, we'll watch your career with great interest. Like, wow. Wow. I don't think you could have gotten a better Benny casted. Hachiko, Mona brought the right tone and delivery and emotion at times. You know, I'm with everyone, like, there's just a couple times where it went a little low, and I thought, mm, I don't know, but... Really, again, once I let go, and I was okay with it. After all, once I got used to her, I was uh, I was okay with that. And Mona Marshall's a great actress, as has been said. Hana, Dorothy Elias Fawn, who, if I'm pretty sure I'm correct, she was uh, Trigun 
fans may remember her, I think, is Meryl. Wow. And she fit Hana really well, I think, too. Same with Laura and Tori. Definitely said that. I'll say it again with Brianne and Yuki. Stephanie with Rui. Amazing. And Melora as Ukon. I hear people's concerns. I see what they're saying. When you see Ukon and, you know, maybe you picture a little bit younger, but, you know, again, tone, emotion, everything. Melora, I think, hit everything she needed to with that character. And also, it made me look at Ukon, who, of course, is a new character in the Tenchiverse, in a renewed way. And looking at her as, you know, she's not one of the young students. She's this older woman, and she's trying to be the seductress to Tenchi. And like Tenchi's just not, it's like that whole, he's just not into it, you know, or whatever. It's, it's like, he, I'm not feeling it lady, but this is, you know, you're abusing your uh, authority here. So I'm kind of having to go along with it to a degree, but I'm not into it. And also as, as was said, I think not just for her past roles in Tenchiverse, but here, I think it, it, again, I think it fit. I personally feel like it fit because, you know, she's very antagonistic throughout and that's who that character is that's who Ukon is so I was pleased I was a little worried like I think I said earlier coming in just kind of oh man I just I don't know I don't know I, I, I can I deal with another di disappointment with a Tenchi series and I was so relieved and so happy that everybody brought enthusiasm to this whether they were new whether they re were returning veterans uh like Patria and Matt um I think not sure if this is right or not. Didn't see it credited anywhere, but I mean, the GP director, that sounded like Paul St. Peter. He did a great job. Everybody did a great job. It was, it was a great production. So yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised and happy with, with everybody's performances. And so now I'm really glad that I get to say without hesitation, unabashedly, uh, without reservation, like, hey, oh, you're a Tenchi fan? You remember Tenchi on Toonami? you need to watch I Tenchi Muyo. I Tenchi Muyo was a great dub. There's nothing wrong with it. Everybody did a great job. Is this dub worth buying? 100%. If you're a Tenchi fan listening to this right now and you don't own this dub, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you love Tenchi, you will love this because you will sit down and you'll just get engrossed. I, I have to give a, a, a personal shout out to Matt Miller because I'll even reference our interview that we did with him when he gets paid well he didn't just do an A plus if this was a grade card he'd have a triple S plus as I said and then uh, our good friendly neighborhood who said while we were watching it he nailed it harder than the Death Star nailed Alderaan he nailed it there isn't one bad anything that came out of him he he nailed it Patria a little bit trepidatious at first I mean, from the fans' perspective, because we're like, oh, man, you know, it's been 18 years. I know. That's hard to believe. 18 years since Patria donned Ryoko. She nailed it. She nailed it, just like she would any time. And anybody who believes otherwise, they're wrong. Straight up. It just goes to show in Patria's performance that she is Ryoko. And I thought it was pretty funny. There's that moment when Hachiko and Ryoko are fighting. And Ryoko ends up beating Hachiko, and it's just like, symbolism! Because, yeah, obviously, Mona Marshall being Ryoko in OVA3. Sasami, 
obviously Sherry Lynn stepped right back into it. I'll even go so far as to say she did a, she did ten times better than Chisa Yokoyama did because I I had a big problem not a big problem with Chisa Yokoyama in the Japanese dub, but you could tell that at least with Sherry Lynn she didn't have to push her voice that hard. But Chisa Yokoyama pushing fifty like she can't do a five year old's voice anymore. She just can't. It's not in her voice. Even though she did a pretty decent job, Sherry Lay and Karen Strassman as Aika and Washi respectively. I will go out and say right now that if Karen Strassman, Strassman, however you say her last name, if she is the person who's going to play Washu from now on, I am okay with that 100%. Because even though she's different, she did a phenomenal job as Washu, and you could still hear Washu. It's not like, even even going back to what Washu was with K-Vote, you still hear it. It's still Washu. Is it a different sounding Washu? Technically, yes. But she's Washu. She did a great job. Shermie Lay as Aika, Aika, I am, uh, that one is the one where I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm definitely not as on board, but, but, I will preface that by saying, I don't think that was her fault, and I think that's a big thing that a lot of people, I think everybody in here, and a lot of fans don't understand, it's not like the voice actors are deliberately doing anything wrong, because again, they're being directed to do something. One of the things that I think was so great about this dub is that the people who were a part of it are all old school. They're people that you don't hear a lot in anime anymore. They're classic LA voice actors and actresses. They are people that, for us, old Tenchi fans, they're from a bygone era. So to be able to hear them again is a phenomenal thing. That being said, I think that there were a couple of hiccups in directing, but... A lot of these people haven't done dubs in a while. A lot of these people haven't, you know, I, I mean from the directorial standpoint, from the ADR script standpoint, to what Pi and Who said. The Tenchi dub, I don't care what anybody says, the original Tenchi dub is one of the best dubs of all time because it's so unique. That's one of the problems with newer dubs. Everybody sounds very similar. There's no uniqueness. If Peter Cullen gets replaced, you know it's not Peter Cullen. That's why so many people had a big problem with OVA3, because Ryoko didn't come back. No one can replace her. And that's a hard thing. That's a hard that's hard for anybody to step into. I think Karen and Sheremy did a good job. I prefer Karen's Washu to Sheremy's Aika. But honestly, if Aika, if they if they just told her to act like a prim and proper princess, like, and get a little bit of a British accent, she'd nail Aika, 100%. It's not the actor, it's the direction. Because I know a lot of people had that complaint with Sailor Moon, because so many people were used to the original Luna, who obviously had the prim and proper British voice, and then all of a sudden, you have Michelle Ruff, who did a phenomenal job, but it's not that voice that you remember. And that's a big theme with I, Tenchi Buyo. It's about understanding that this is a continuation. Tenchi is not a 17-year-old, you know, like he's not a young kid anymore. He's not even a teenager. He's an adult, 22 years old. He's old enough to drink. He can now enjoy all of that sake that gets thrown in his face. Going on from that, everybody else pretty much did a good job. Hana and Tori, Dorothy Elias Fawn and uh, Laura Post. Having Meryl come out of somebody's voice again was sweet, considering how she also was someone who did not return to a franchise that she was a part of in the last thing that Trigun did. Nailed it as Hana. Laura Post. Data Miracle. Tenchi Misaki is an ass man. Lost it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yuki and Rui. I say this with all the love in my heart. Yuki was technically miscast, but it's the 
best kind of miscast because it's better than the original. Again, the whole point of a Tenchi dub is to have the characters be unique, not, okay, I need you to typecast this character. If I was a regular anime director, would I have gone to Brienne Sedol and said, hey, I want you to do Jim's voice from Outlaw Star coming out of Yuki? No, most people would not have. But she nailed it, and it worked. And it, it fit Yuki's character. And it fit just who they were, too. Because if you're if you're a fan of Outlaw Star, you know Jim is the brainiac, and he's the guy coming up with inventions, and he's the techno geek. And then all of a sudden, Brienne is doing that again as Yuki. And it's beautiful. It works. Stephanie Shea is Aoi. Great. Did a great job. Uh, Julie Madalena, the returner. This is Sakuya. This is Mayuka. She's an OG. Nailed it. Nailed it. Absolutely a phenomenal job as Momo. I'll tell you guys something. When they first announced the dub cast, and I saw that Cindy Robinson and Julie Madalena were going to be Momo and Benny, I actually remember, because obviously I knew about Julie Madalena, but when I saw Cindy Robinson, both of those girls were in a show called Twinny Witches, Maho Shoujo Taiarus, which most people who are listening to this probably have no idea what that show is. I knew as soon as I heard that Cindy Robinson was going to play Benny, I was like, she's perfect cast. Perfect cast. Absolutely perfect. Couldn't have nailed it harder. Death. Alderaan's already dead. Find another planet. Perfect. And then as soon as I heard her come, I heard Benny's voice. I was like, that's it. That's my girl. Obviously, Rebecca Forrest me Hoshi. Everybody did a good job. That being said, Hachiko and Ukon were obviously the ones that I was not hot on. Like, they're the ones that I will actively say... They did a good job. They played the characters. They understood the characters. I don't think they were the right people for the role. Now, Hachiko, I liked more than Ukon because I think Hachiko, her voice worked for the character in that particular scene. And then there were other times where I definitely would have not done it that way. But again, I got used to it by the end. And I respect the fact, too, that they were trying to bring back OGs from Tenchi, people who had already worked on Tenchi. And then, of course, Melora Hart playing Ukon, I'm not a fan of. Those are the only two that I've kind of felt like I wouldn't have done that casting, but you know what? I don't think it takes away from the show. If I had to give the rating to the dub, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Obviously, there are some things I can't look past, but a 9 out of a 10 is a 90 for all of the people who give a fuck about ratings. That's an A. You passed that class. Congratulations, valedictorian. So, going in to our final segment... Aitenshi Muyo, do you think the English dub is the definitive version of Aitenshi Muyo? I absolutely think this is the version of Aitenshi that needed to be made, that should have been made. It, it's like everyone has said before, this was, you know, the carnival's back in full swing. It's a celebration of the franchise, and I think that this dub cast truly personifies that. You've got Tenchi alumni left, right, and center. Even if they're not necessarily Tenchi alumni, you've got old 90s anime alumni that aired alongside Tenchi on Toonami in there. So it's not perfect, but it is, you know, like Dagon said, he'd give it a 9 out of 10. So would I. I think that overall, this dub cast knocked it out of the park. I had a little bit of a minor issue with how I feel the voice actors were directed. I feel like maybe the director could have done a better job. At least that's just what I feel because, you know, they call, for whatever reason, they just, a lot of the characters decide to call Ayeka Ayeka. 
it, it's it's fairly noticeable and the voice actors have been saying Ayaka for a long time at this point so I'm not totally satisfied with the direction that the voice actors were given from the director at least that's what it feels to me like but no overall this dub nailed it and I do prefer the dub to the sub but you know I might be a little bit biased because I'm a dub guy in general and listening to it dubbed was how I first saw Tenchi. So be that as it may, I think this dub did what it needed to do and it knocked it out of the park. I think this was a very good dub. Having watched Tenchi Muyo dub since 1996 to current, this was basically just like slipping on an old glove. Again, there are some quibbles. Craig's already mentioned Aika versus Aika, which is a very odd change. One of my personal quibbles is near the end when the dimension oscillating bomb. Wait, what? Uh, somebody who was doing doing the translation of the script missed a trick there because that's a reference to Tenchi Universe Episode 8 when they're listing off Washu's crimes. Uh, she developed the Dimension Oscillating Bullet as it was translated in Tenchi Universe. And maybe that's just a word choice, but whatever. I feel somewhat like someone missed a trick, especially considering all the other puns and references they had throughout the rest of the dub script. Like, again, Tenchi and the bun wrestling things. Bottoms up. Ryoko's going like, you're not a bottom feeder, are you, Ayaka? I mean, all the all the in-jokes and puns that were throughout, you think they'd get, they wouldn't have missed that particular trick. But no, this was, the characters were bubbly, the characters were fun, and... Most importantly, I think this is the one thing that I took away from this. It was fun. It was coming back to some old friends and saying, hey, let's have a beer and, and have some fun, just joking around, remembering some of the good times and some of the old times. You got to hang around with old friends, and you met some new friends along the way. And we had adventures, and eventually, sadly, some of those friends had to go home at the end. But even though it was bittersweet, it was still sweet in that way because – you still had a good time, and it's something to remember. This series, to me, is something to remember. It's something to, to take with you and remember that Tenchi can still be fun. Even though he's older, even though he's 22 as opposed to, like, 15 or 16 as he is in, like, uh, University of the OVA, maybe even 17 as he is in Tenchi in Tokyo, even though he's a young man now, he's old enough to drink and enjoy all that sake that Ryoko keep throwing in his face, he can still have fun. Growing old doesn't mean you don't have fun anymore. And I think Aiten Shimoya really nailed that. Well, is this the definitive release? Who am I to say versus the Japanese fans? And the Japanese version was great. We raved about that for podcast episode after podcast episode after podcast episode years ago. And you can check those out. They're in the log. And for Japanese fans, may she rest in peace, that was uh, the final Tenchi series of Mahoshi's voice actress. I don't want to scare anybody, but sit down if you need to. It's your friendly neighborhood who. Going uh, to learn you something big here, to quote a movie I just recently saw. This is it. This is it. It's 2018 as of this recording. I, Tenchi Muyo, as we have uh, discussed ad nauseum, it pretty much was a miracle that it got made at all, that Hiroshi Nagishi, the director of the movies and universe, was able to come back and you know make this one last contribution to Tenchi Muyo fandom. The OVA folks, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm really not. I'm just giving you the prognosis. It's not going to get better. It's not. It is not going to get any better. 
fact of anything, if it keeps getting made, it's going to go downhill. So having said that, even if you get all the English voice cast for that, you're not going to have the quote unquote good old Tenchi on the Japanese production side of things. And as time marches on, people talk about maybe we'll get Hasegawa's material. Maybe we'll get the Okuda manga animated someday. Yeah, maybe we will in 20 years. And by then, are you going to get all the uh, voice cast you remember from at that point, what will be 40 years ago? Well, who's to say? So in terms of everything intersecting, the planets aligning, what have you, serendipity, however you want to phrase it. And if I'm wrong, I will happily munch some crow. I will happily eat crow. I will gobble, gobble, gobble it up since we're in kind of a pun wordplay mood. We've been brutally honest with it here. You know, fine tooth comb, little nitpicks here and there, but nobody in this cast right now is letting that hold them back from enjoying this. I certainly didn't and I won't. And I'm just saying for yourself as a Tenchi fan, don't let that hold you back either. Don't let if you feel, oh, you know, maybe maybe somebody would have fit Hachiko a little bit better. Yeah, maybe. But as we've said, not only is it objectively really well done, not only do you have this reunion of old characters, this meeting with newer actors, and as Dagon was saying, some casting choices that you just don't really see much anymore. This is it. This is pretty much the last hurrah. And we'll always have the memories. And at TenchiForum.com and our other outlets, including the podcast, we can always revisit those and relive them and remember. But in terms of new content and in terms of, well, my nostalgia and I want it to be this way and I remember it this way, I feel you. I really do. Everybody in this cast knows what that feels like. But I'm telling you, this is it. This really is it. This is the last hurrah of the carnival. And, you know, maybe maybe some people who, well, I don't know, the, the fan service bits, I don't really, yeah, I thought that was a little too much. Or, oh, I thought this was a little too reminiscent of uh, quote-unquote contemporary anime. It, it just didn't, it didn't look like it did in the 90s. It, 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 such and such didn't feel like it did back when I was younger. Can't imagine why you were younger, maybe that was, but I digress. So is this the definitive dubbed version? Yes, this is it, people. And so <laughs> hug and cherish and appreciate this thing like it's the last good bit of tension you will ever get, you are ever going to get, because it is. Will time prove me wrong? We'll see. I'd love to be proven wrong on that, but from your friendly neighborhood who, and I've I've been in this game a long time, folks, and I see the writing on the wall. And that is that, you know what? This might be the last hurrah, but I'm I'm so grateful that I, Tenchi, was that last hurrah and that we got to have this at all. And we got to have people come back. And it got to be fun, like Pi said, and everyone else here, I think, has said in one way or another. It was fun. It's just fun. So if you want fun again and Tenchi again, you want to hear Ryoko again, buy the Blu-ray disc. Go find it on iTunes, whatever you got to do. Check it out. You won't regret it. God, we're going to have to start finding new planets to blow up. I don't know if I can do any better than that, but I'll simply say this in closing. I, Tenchi Muyo, is to Tenchi as The Last Jedi is to Star Wars. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Because when you let go of those biases that you hold, that we all hold, 
Pi has been in the game since like 1996. He has been in it longer than probably anybody listening to this. Tenchu right now, I Tenchu Muyo, is the best. When you let go of preconceived notions of this character should be this, or this timeline should be this, it's one of the best parts of I Tenchu Muyo. It doesn't have any of that baggage. As we have said and repeated so many times, it was a celebration of the franchise. Not a continuation, not a not a sit down with your scorecard, a celebration. And you can't really celebrate anything if you have something holding you back. I want to thank my esteemed colleagues for joining me this evening. I want to thank all of the voice actors, Matt, Patria, Sherry, Jeremy, Laura, Dorothy, Paul St. Peter, everybody for doing a phenomenal job, the ADR cast. Thank you for giving us I Tenshi Muyo dubbed, another Tenshi Muyo that we can add to the vault and enjoy. If you liked what you heard today, make sure you subscribe to us on literally every single outlet that you can listen to anything with your ears. Google Play Podcast, Stitcher, YouTube, iTunes. Follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest. Go to TenshiForum.com and even check the description down below for Discord where we talk about all this stuff. Until next time, stay gold.